You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. We're listening to Anita Marks. I have no interest. If I'm a Knicks fan, I have no interest in Harden. What did Harden do with an A player? Embiid is an A player. Still a second round loss player in Harden for the 76ers. In fact, all the 76ers needed was one game to beat the Boston Celtics. In game six and seven, Harden combined for only 22 points. He only shot 26%. In game seven, he only made three shots for nine points and had five, one person, five turnovers. So for me, if I'm a Knicks fan, thanks, no thanks. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Let's bring in Joe Wiz. The music only means one thing. Joe Wiz, he says his own gambling show here on 98.7 ESPN. Bet Rivers, uh, thank you very much. Uh, Joe, before we dive into your picks and plays for today, Uh, And by the way, I know we have Bruce and Sharif who are on hold. You guys want to talk about some NBA hang tight, I promise. Uh, We'll we'll get you uh, right after we talk to Joe Wiz. Uh, So, Joe, obviously, NBA free agency in the thick of it right now. Um, During the break, we were looking at uh, some of the odds now, Um, the odds makers, what they have right now in the East, the Boston Celtics plus 210. Don't forget, uh, they do get rid of Marcus Smart. He's now in Memphis. They bring in KP. I'm not a fan of the move. Uh, the Bucks three to one. The Heat four to one. There's some talk and speculation that Damian Lillard could end up there. One of the three teams that he's uh, interested in being traded to. The 76ers at plus 650. Uh, not sure. Again, another team that uh, Lillard uh, could be traded to, but also they're working hard to trade Harden. The Cavs at 10 to one are interesting to me. The Knicks are 18 to one. With that being said, uh, right now, if you were to put a futures bet in on the Eastern Conference, who would it be, Joe? Wow, that's a good question because you don't know exactly what's happening there. Um, I might take a shot with the Cavaliers. I know it sounds a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, uh, but with them getting struts, um, I think that that might, you know, they obviously disappointment against the Knicks. But, you know, the Cavs was very good during their all season, and I just think that they had a, po- po- uh, a terrible series against the Knicks. But adding Max in, um, and if you're looking at the uh, landscape of everything right now, you just don't know. Them and the Bucks, um, you know, without knowing the Lillard, Lillard equation with where he's going to wind up at, I don't like the Sixers. I don't think Embiid's ever going to get a ring in either. Uh, I, that's just my feeling. Um, but a long shot would be the Cavs. The safer bet would be the, the Milwaukee Bucks in the East. Yeah, I I'm I hear you. Um, I I like the Cavs, uh, especially um, you know, a full year with all that spectacular talent. Um, in the Western Conference, the Nuggets favored. No surprise there, plus two fifty. The Suns at plus three thirty, and we know they added Bradley Beal. Um, the Golden State Warriors at plus six fifty, which I find interesting because now they re up Draymond Green. They add Chris Paul, who's going to be coming off the bench. I'm expecting him to come off the bench uh, as the sixth man, and very well. I'm, I'm going to see if he's a sixth man award is up there right now. I might throw some coin on him as the sixth man next season. The Lakers at plus seven fifty. Listen, the Lakers went out. They brought back Reeves. They brought back Hachimura. They brought back D'Angelo. Uh, Russell, um, I'm trying to think. They signed a few new new guys. The Lakers at plus 750 are very intriguing to me. The Dallas Mavericks uh, re-upping uh, Kyrie Irving. 
uh, 12 to 1. Memphis Grizzlies with some cool additions. Derrick Rose, Marcus Smart at 13 to 1. What are you looking at in the West? To me, it's, it's, it's the, I think Denver runs it back. But um, if there was another team outside of Denver that would interest you, who would it be? Uh, Golden State and a dark horse would be Memphis if Morant uh, can uh, keep his guns at home. But um, I think Memphis going into the playoffs this year, they were right up there, uh, but just fell apart because they started talking too much trash and, and motivated LeBron. And, uh, you know, Dylan uh, Brooks was uh, just couldn't keep quiet. But um, I think that Memphis would be the dark horse team. We don't know. Obviously, we know the suspension with Morant and all that other stuff. But mostly teams go through the motions during the regular season anyway. So come March next year when the playoffs are going to start, hopefully if Morant works well, that would be my dark horse um, out west. Um, Denver, yeah, you know, no Jokic is going to do. But um, Golden State would be my uh, other uh, team there That uh, if you're not picking Denver. I just looked up awards. They don't have a sixth man yet um, uh, for awards this coming NBA season. So, there's that. Anyway, I know, Joe, I know I just kind of threw that on you. I know you weren't prepared for that. I appreciate you entertaining the conversation. Uh, but let's talk about what you are prepared for, and that is some Major League Baseball games today. The Yankees' uh, first pitch is in just a few minutes. Severino was expected to pitch last night. Rain delay postponed. Now he's pitching this afternoon. Again, first pitch in just about 10 minutes, so you still have time to get on this. Going up against the Cardinals, Yankees on the money line, plus 120. The over-under is nine. How are you playing this? Yeah, you take a look at it here, Nita. The Yankees are not getting any respect here. St. Louis, 33-47, and 47, yet they're favored with uh, Flattery on the mound here. And Flattery's just 4-5 or five with a 5.95 ERA. Which Louis Severino are we going to get? The uh, pitcher who had his best start in his last game on June 24th against Texas, where the Yankees won one to nothing, Or the game prior to that, those last, his four starts prior to that game against Texas, Anita, he was uh, in 18 and two-thirds innings, gave up 21 runs, 29 hits. Um, I'm not sure what to do here. I'm going to probably lean towards the total here. Uh, I think that uh, Severino is not as good as he was in his last start, and Flattery was scratched in the last start in London. He had a problem with his hip. Uh, both of these uh, pitchers have high ERAs. The total's at nine. I'm um, not interested in laying any wood with St. Louis. So, uh, you know, over nine might, might be a safer bet in this game here. Yeah, I like I like the over at nine as well. That's a play. But also, Severino, his velocity has gotten better. I think this team is uh, has come together since um, since that that perfect game, that Herman pitch. So. I, I do like the Yankees uh, getting plus money on the money line. The Giants going up against the Mets, a very disappointing loss last night, that's for sure. In the eighth, 3-1 home run. Uh, Giants do beat the Mets. Verlander, Verlander has not been good. Um, this is a Mets team. They are favored at home at minus 145 on the money line. The over-under is 8.5. How are you rolling here? Boy, when you take a look at it, it's hard to play the Mets as a favorite. Um, I had given this out on my show, but I didn't realize that Verlander was going to be a $1.50 favorite. I mean, the Mets finished June, Anita, at 7-19, and 19, and they've given up the lead. They've given up the lead 13 times in, the, in that month in their bullpen and their pitching. Verlander, you know, in the last pit game, he pitched well, won 2-1, uh, has a 2-4 record with a 4-11 ERA. But you have the Mets 
who are, what, 10 games under 500, favored over a team that's 10 games over 500. No thanks here. I'm going under the total. I'm going under eight and a half runs here. Uh, Mets have just been struggling to score runs, and um, San Francisco Giants got these stuff out. He pitched in. Had, didn't pitch terrible uh, last start Sunday. Five hits, two runs, two run runs, even though he lost to Arizona 5-2. Uh, he overall he has a 4-7 record, but I think the safer bet here, you can't ask bad teams. You can't lay money with bad teams, um, and the Mets are just a bad team. You know, everyone's been in denial most of the season, but we've all come to the realization that this team is a bust and there's no other way of putting it. So stay away from playing Mets uh, as a favorite, maybe when they're a dog on the road or something. But even with Verlander, um, the, the San Francisco finds ways to win, and the Mets always find a way to lose. So go under eight and a half runs. That's my official play. Um, last but not least, before you let you go, you always love to, to, to pepper us with some soccer plays. Uh, what's, what's your best soccer bet today? Yeah, well, I'm always picking on Harvey's team, the Red Bulls. Um, you know, the Red Bulls are on the road today against Columbus, and four of the last five times these two teams have met have gone over the total. And the Columbus crew, Anita, have the most goals scored in the entire MLS at 38. Um, and uh, I think it's going to be a fairly high-scoring game. Uh, Red Bulls uh, were struggling, but the last two games they've been scoring goals. And Columbus at home um, go, totals two and a half, almost at even money. Um, I like the total over two and a half between Columbus and. Rebels just sit back and hope they can score a couple of goals and I'll have some more picks up on Twitter. Joe is sports. Anyone else free winners that I put up free picks. I've had a couple of free totals up in this week that were right on the money. Joe is sports on Twitter. Um, so hopefully we can make some money uh, there and got the big race from Ellis Park this week. Uh, today, you know, the a million dollar race to Stephen Foster. Oh, okay. All right. Sounds great. Would you like, um, to, would you like, to, would you like my pick? Yeah, absolutely. Bring it. I'm doing a try box of the Stephen Foster six one three four. The favorite is Flavian Pratt with Brad Cox. One million dollars on the line. It's only a field of eight. Short field, but six one three four dollar try box will cost you twenty four bucks. It might pay a couple hundred bucks if we hit it. Six one three four uh, from Ellis Park. I know you follow horses a lot and getting ready for Saratoga, which is going to be opening up in just two less than two weeks away. That's right, and and I'm going to be up in Saratoga uh, on August 11th and 12th. So um, I will I will be there, and I will be at the track that Saturday on on August 12th. So um, hopefully you'll be there around the same time. Yeah, Saratoga is a lot of fun, Anita. It's like you got you almost need like a week to be up there. There's so many great bars and restaurants. I have like a list of 20 restaurants, and I never get to them because I'm always out bouncing around from one place to another. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. The opening week is, uh, I think it's July 12th. So, yeah, we'll be looking with the horse racing and uh, hopefully we can make money uh, for all the listeners out there. Yeah, I'm I'm heading up there. I'm taking me and nine of my girlfriends. So we, we rented a – we're going to rent a big van. We're going up there. Uh, we're going to be there Friday, Saturday night. Saturday, we're going to be at the track uh, gambling our butts off. So um, a gaggle, a gaggle of women. Um, I don't think we're going to wear the big hats. That's not how we roll. But uh, we'll definitely be drinking a ton of rosé. So you can't miss us. I'm sure I'll find the Caroline Street is the place to be in Saratoga, Nita. They shut down the block. It's like five blocks long, unlimited bars. Stay open until five in the morning. Uh, so remember Caroline Street. Is, you, you know, you can't go back when you find that street. All right, Joe, thanks for joining us. Really do appreciate it. Thank you very much.
Joe Wiz has his own gambling show here on 98.7 ESPN every Saturday morning. Make sure you tune in. Bruce in Brooklyn, Sharif in Brooklyn. Gosh, I feel like we have so many Brooklyn callers. I love it. Um, you guys will be first up when we, when we return right here on 98.7 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage, to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Every, every 30 minutes, we got some new breaking news pertaining to this NBA free agency frenzy that's going on. Joe, why don't you tell our folks the latest? What's being reported from Ramona Shelbourne and uh, and also um, uh, Bobby Marks working it out on the trade board as to what realistically could 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 um, unfold. So on ESPN's uh, free agency coverage, there was just a thing that was in a lower third that says Lillard likes the organization of the San Antonio Spurs. So Bobby Marks played out a scenario in which Damian Lillard was a San Antonio Spur. Could you imagine that? Wemby and Damian Lillard tearing it up in uh, San Antonio? Um, 
uh, why not? Right. Listen, I, I think I think Damian Lillard is one of the underestimated, underappreciated, appreciated, undervalued players in the NBA. Um, I think he's uber good. I would love to have Damian on 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 this Knicks team. And I, I know in the break you you were trying to figure figure out a way on how to make that happen. What like a, a fifteen a fifteen team trade? A four-team trade, the three teams that were rumored on, what was that, Thursday to be involved, the Clippers, the 76ers, and the Knicks. You just throw Portland in there. Portland blows it up and gets all the draft capital back from the Knicks. Dame goes to the Knicks. Paul George goes to Philly. And James Harden goes to the the Clippers. Who Who says no in that scenario? What team hangs up the phone first? Um... It's, it's, um, I feel like it's a made for TV movie. Um, how, how Lillard got to the garden, um, 800-919-3776. Let's go to our callers. They've been holding on for a hot second. Let's go to Bruce in Brooklyn. Bruce, welcome in. Anita, how are you? Fantastic. Thank you. Uh, well, first off, quick, uh, big Knicks fan, uh, that the Damian Lillard ship has sailed. We have our point guard. That's it. No reason to give up more uh, draft capital or young players to get Lillard. It's not going to bring a championship right away. If it was last year or the year before, that was the time to do it, but th- that time has passed. Now, um, James Harden, definitely no for the Knicks, and I don't understand why any team would want him. Um you know, he's trying. He wants. He says he wants to win or whatever. He's all about the money. He wouldn't. Have, he, he, he wouldn't. Have, he wouldn't have opted into the contract because he know he's not going to get that money in anywhere else. And I don't understand the point of opting in and then just to just to tell him you want to be traded. I mean, you know, I'm I'm just really sick of a lot a lot of these these NBA players and the NBA in general. I'm pretty down on it, just the way it's been operated. And I'm hoping these new crop of young players operate differently than uh, these current so-called stars. want to hear something funny. Between uh, Kyrie, KD, and Harden, in the last two years, they've had seven trade requests. That is ridiculous. These guys have done nothing but ruin franchises. And, you know, enough's enough with them with catering for these guys. And Harden's just a proven loser. I don't understand. He's not going to make any team better. He's declining. Clearly doesn't win in the playoffs. So I really don't understand what team would want him at this point. Um, you know, it's, it's a solid call. Um, here, Here's what I, I just, I think this new crop of players coming in potentially are going to learn from them, unfortunately. <laughs> um it, it's, it, it will be interesting. Uh, let's go to Sharif in Brooklyn. Sharif, you're up. Hey, how are you, Anita? Great. Happy uh, fourth weekend. Yeah, you too. Um, look, uh, I've been a Knicks fan since they were good, and that was 30-some-odd years ago. So it's been a long time. And and I think, you know, basically on on everything, the Knicks should basically wait till the best player comes out. And to me, the best player is Giannis. So you have to wait till he comes out or he wants to come out and try to get you back, get what you can get. And, you know, while I was on the hold waiting for, to get on, you know, listen to your commercial about Harden and what he'd done, 22 points in the last two games. But yeah, but look what Embiid did. Game six, 26 points and 10. Game seven, 15 and eight, five for 18. You're, 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 you're getting your ass smacked 
You're not showing any type of emotion. He's never won a championship ever. And Giannis has won a chip. He's still young, and he's, an, uh, he's a player that is not drama off the court. He will be the only person that the Knicks should give up anything for. Harden is not worth giving a, a debit card for. Uh, what what about Damian Lillard? Uh, and our caller dropped. Um, like I said, I'm 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 a huge Damian Lillard fan, but uh, you know, Joe, it just doesn't sound like everything that's been reported from like the minute we hit air, right at noon. News first broke that Lillard is requesting a trade uh, from Portland to another team, whether it's the, the, in, in the three teams that were listed, right? The 76ers, the Heat, and uh, what was the third one again? I forgot. Um, the Nets, and then now uh, Ramona and Ramona's reporting that there's a chance that, uh, you know, this is a team that could go to the Spurs, that this is a Lillard could go to the Spurs. You imagine Spurs with Lillard with this in, at the Spurs with Wimby? It's a scary proposition if Wemby stays healthy. Um, yeah, and and that's that's a, that's a really big question mark. I I I dove into that uh, right after the the NBA draft because I don't think enough is is being discussed uh, about you know dudes that are over seven feet and their their just history in in, in being injured quite often in the NBA. But at the same time, there's a really interesting, if it, this is worth a read, people, um, it's worth it. Go to ESPN.com, Google research, Wimby um, health history, something like that, injury history. There's a great article on ESPN.com about Wimby's quote unquote team of people. Ever since he was 15 years old, um, he, 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 like he sleeps 10 to 11 hours a day. Uh, the food he eats, constant stretch, stretching. Like he is it, like, he is being stretched every day for at least an hour to, to an hour and a half, 90 minutes every day, uh, just to avoid the injury bug that, that we have seen time and time again, happen with just big dudes. Um, which, you know, I'm, I'm, I, <laughs> he eats five to seven times a day. So I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this out loud and I'm, I'm trying to think, okay, there are only 24 hours in the day. If he's sleeping 10 to 11, he's stretching for at least 90 minutes. He's eating five to seven times a day. Like, wh- like when does he have time to practice basketball? And when he's doing, and then then you got to imagine there's a lot of time dedicated to that. Then like then like where's life, right? You know, I, I spent a lot of time in in Baltimore, Maryland. I, I worked there. I lived there for four years, and I knew I knew Michael Phelps when Michael Phelps was like the king of swimming. Um, you know, he was in he was he was in Baltimore, and so uh, I know I know Steve Bashotti, the owner of. Uh, so I, I know I'm doing a deep dive here. I'm just, I'm prefacing just so you understand how I know Michael Phelps. So, um, so I'm a pretty good pool player. I've been playing pool since I was like seven years old. My grandfather taught me. So somewhat, somewhat of a, a pool shark, uh, won quite a bit of money, uh, in college playing pool on Thursday nights. 
So let's shelf that for a second. Steve Bishotti, owner of the Baltimore Ravens, really big pool player. So I would play pool with him on occasion in Baltimore, and he was good friends with Michael Phelps and would invite Michael Phelps to play pool with us. So that's how I got to know Michael Phelps. And But my point of my story is Michael, Michael Phelps, because he was such a, a young prodigy swimming, he had no life. Like he actually told me like he would not go to birthday parties and if he did go to birthday parties, he couldn't eat cake. He like, I want to say the first, he said the first time he ever had like a hot fudge Sunday was when he was 16 or something like that. So, you know, sometimes I think we forget, you know, Wimby, his mother was a, a basketball coach. Like he has been groomed for this for this, this, this opportunity. He's been groomed. That's why behind every superstar, there is somebody, there is a family member that is dedicated to their growth, their development, um, and, and utilizing them obviously in, in helping them feed their just innate ability and making it better. Right. Like Tiger Woods and his father sacrificing whatever hours he did to go and take and, and take Tiger Woods to the driving range every night for three or four hours uh, when, you know, when Tiger was a young pup. So or young cub, I should say. So there is that. But sometimes I, I think we forget, you know, you've got these unbelievable superstars, these unbelievable human beings as athletes, and they just they they don't live. Uh, like quote unquote normal. Like we think we have a normal life, right? What's normal? You work five to seven hours a day. Um, you come home, hopefully you come home to a great family. You have family dinner. I don't know. Maybe you sit down, you watch a series on Netflix. Uh, Maybe one of you fall asleep on the couch. You wake up, you take the dog out, you feed the dogs, whatever you, you go to bed, you wake up the next morning, you do it over again in the weekends. You plan some things. You like to see some friends. You have some people over like, this is what we, what we look at as quote unquote normal life. These (laughs) Michael Phelps did not have a normal childhood. Wimby is definitely not having, did not have a normal childhood, is definitely not having a normal situation right now in regard to all that he has to do and all that he has to dedicate himself to to just stay healthy as somebody who's 7'5 on the planet. So it's, 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 a, it's a really phenomenal, it, it, I wouldn't call it phenomenal, it's a really intriguing article and I highly recommend you read it. From um, stretching coach, he's got a sleeping coach. He's got obviously no surprise a chef. Uh, everything is monitored. It's it's really bizarre. Um, I I highly recommend you read it. Um, quick break. We come back, Rob. I see you. You want to chime in? Chime in on Wimby? We'll get you. And also, um, I've got Derek Bodner who's going to be joining us from Philadelphia again. I, I think it's good to get somebody on just to hear what's going on. What's the narrative in Philadelphia right now? That next here on ninety point seven ESPN. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and. Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Really quick, let's go to Rob. And Wayne wants to talk about Wimby. Uh, Rob, got about three minutes left in the show before we pass the baton on to Gordon Damer, but wanted to get you on. So uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah, no problem, Anita. I just wanted to say that, um, you know, genetically humans are only affected at a given height and beyond that height, just like beyond that weight, they have physical problems. And I've been training people for over 30 years, including coaching over 40 years. And I used to have my team go through stretching and stretching doesn't stop injury in some cases it does but being overstretched or being too loose in the joint is as big uh, risk for injury as being uh, too tight but i just wanted to point out that in nba history uh, the league's never really had a man over seven feet who's been really effective if you eliminate mm-hmm. kareem abdul the bar you pretty much stand alone bradley um you know came into the league couldn't play Walton got hurt. Odin got hurt. Wise got hurt, like last year. Um, the guy that the Lakers drafted, I can't think of his name now. They drafted him. He was like 19 years old, straight out of high school. He had a very short career. Ogden, just, right? It, yeah. Uh, no, you're thinking of Odin? Odin. Odin. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All these guys have the same problem. Anatomy is destiny, I used to tell my clients. I can't take a five-foot person who's slight and turn them into Arnold Schwarzenegger. And likewise, I can't turn somebody that has poor insertion points into a defined person. It's just you're born with a certain anatomy. You're born with certain physics that your muscles and your bone length works to. And human beings at that height just cannot stay healthy. I, and, you know, I, you hate I hear you. I hear you, Robin, and I appreciate the phone call, and I'm sorry. I, I don't normally cut people off. I, I sincerely apologize. We're just up against the clock, and, of course, uh, Gordon Damer is going to be coming your way momentarily. But I appreciate your phone call, and this is why, um, if you have a time, if you have the time, Rob, to research the article on ESPN.com, I, I want to say Brian Winhurst was a part of the column as well, article so dated, sorry, the column, um, all about what Wimby's been doing from a young age at 15 to try to um, not have the injuries that somebody who stands, he's seven, five, but he's seven, six in sneakers. 
So, you know, there, there's a huge concern there. So it's, you know, you know, obviously just hoping and wishing that he's going to be fine. But as you point out, Rob, uh, genetically, it's just it, it is it has not been the trend and it has not been the case in the NBA. Everybody, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. Really do appreciate your time this afternoon uh, tuning in to 98.7 ESPN. I'm sure Gordon Damer will pick up where I leave off, uh, getting you uh, still up to speed uh, minute by minute in regard to NBA free agency, the Yankees in action, doubleheader. Hopefully they could be, both be played today, the Mets as well. So everybody have a fantastic Saturday. I'm back early tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. right here on 98.7 ESPN.